Hello, hello, and welcome back to ADHD Money Talk, the show that helps dynamic but distracted ADHD brains take back control over their money in order to stress less, live a more enriching life, and open up new and amazing possibilities. Today, my friends, we are talking about the FIRE movement and why I think ADHD brains could potentially really latch onto this and make crazy changes in your life financially by embracing the idea of frugality and independence and freedom and all the stuff that I'm always talking about. But I'm going to put some numbers to it and give you a little bit of rundown as to why I think this could really work for some ADHD brains because we don't want to be tethered to corporate jobs. We don't want to be tethered to life and having money dictate all of our choices. And that's very stressful. And it's very hard to break many of the habits that we have. But if we can really latch on to a system or to the idea that if we just do something aggressively for this amount of time, we can have freedom we never even thought was possible before. Uh, maybe we can get hyper-focused on it. Guys, I hope you've been enjoying the show. Please reach out with questions, ADHDmoneytalk.com. And if you guys are interested in working with me, by all means, dewittcm.com slash ADHD. You can explore my service and maybe I can help you get on the track to a fire situation where you are financial independent and retiring early. And what does retirement even mean to you? Let's figure all that out together. All right, so let's get into the show. So the FIRE movement, what is FIRE? FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Basically, financial independence means that your investments provide all the income you need to support your lifestyle. So you no longer need to work. That's really what it means. That's what FIRE, the FIRE movement means traditionally. So how do you achieve this? Well, like we've talked about last week, building wealth is what you're going to have to do. And building wealth, you either save more, earn more and save more, spend less and save more, or have your investments do better, invest your money to have your money work for you. So that's really what you do. But really, in order to retire early, you have to save aggressively into the market until you reach the number that you need to be able to make this happen and stop working and be able to live off your investments for the rest of your life. For many people, what this means in practicality is really embracing the idea of being frugal and understanding that frugal does not mean deprivation. It means being resourceful. It means optimizing. It means being savvy with your money. It means making decisions that are moving you towards like the true thing that you want, which is the independence and the freedom. And if you listen to podcasts about the fire movement, you know, this, this will maybe give you an idea, but I'm not really a fire expert. You know, I certainly can help people, you know, move in this direction, but there's people out there who know all the tricks in the book, know way more than I do. And I'm still on my own learning journey when it comes to, to the fire movement per se. But yeah, so, and basically you can also have, in my mind, I don't know how the actual fire movement people would feel about me saying this, but you can have your own definition of what retiring early really means because maybe you just want the independence but you still want to be able to work you still want the income so maybe the amount you need to save is less because you're still going to have some income but you have the pure freedom to do whatever it is that you want and so if you're a really high earner you can achieve this probably by making maybe just modest lifestyle changes and being very smart about saving and being very efficient with your saving if you earn less than really high then it can require maybe more drastic lifestyle changes and really embracing frugality in a big way, but it can still be done. And if you are a high earner and have a fairly inexpensive lifestyle, 
and you feel like you could be committed to saving even more, then you theoretically can achieve federal independence in probably fairly short order, depending on level of income and how much you can save. So let's do an example. So let's say you are 30 years old and you earn $200,000 per year, and you've determined that you can comfortably live the life you want to live on $100,000 per year. And in this example, we're going to assume that this person already knows how long it's going to take, and we're going to assume that he's already adjusted for inflation. So this is in future dollars. I'm going to tell you in a couple minutes how much time it's going to take him, but let's assume he already knew how much time and he adjusted for inflation. I'd have to say that because otherwise someone who's savvy with a financial calculator and all will say that I forgot to adjust for inflation, but I did not. I, I understand. Okay, so that means to be financially independent, this person would need to save $2.5 million into investments, assuming that he wants to do a 4% withdrawal rate. So what that means is this person is going to save $2.5 million, take 4% of that per year, and that's going to be $100,000. So you get to this number by multiplying the money you need for the annual expenses by 25. So that's $2.5 million. And if we're talking about the stock market, then the average long-term return of the stock market is around 7 or 8%. But of course, there are good times and bad times with the stock market. So the general rule of thumb in the FIRE movement is to take 4% of your investments each year. That leaves 4% for inflation and for some room for error. And keep in mind, this is a really overly simplified example. And there are also potential problems with a 4% rule, especially in this day and age, you know, with higher inflation and everything, and the potential for maybe slightly lower future investment returns. So for someone who wants to be very secure and wants to be financially independent for a very long time, maybe you use a lower withdrawal rate, like 3%, which means you would have to save more. But that's just, you know, I don't want to go into the weeds really at all with this. So I'm going to keep this like overly simplified. And if you were going to set up a plan for yourself for this, you for sure do not want to make it overly simple. You want to make sure it makes sense for you. So let's say our Mr. $200,000 per year salary guy or gal wants to do this fire thing and he believes he can cut expenses, get a cheaper car, downsize his home or apartment, make his lunches, throw dinner parties instead of going out to the bars and spending hundreds of dollars every week on that, cancel a bunch of subscriptions, make his own dinners, do the whole nine yards, start mowing his own lawn, whatever it is. And he believes he can save $70,000 per year. So he's going to max out his 401k. So that's 20,500 for 2022 into his 401k and then put the remaining savings into a tackable brokerage account and he's expecting to earn 8% on average per year. So for him to get to the needed 2.5 million, it would take 17 years of doing this. And this is assuming that his salary doesn't go up and he could save even faster. He's 30 years old, so at age 47, he could live off his investments for the rest of his life, assuming the 4% rule works out for him, okay? So you can also define your own version of independence and maybe assume that you'll be doing some passion projects and be able to earn conservatively $50,000 per year. So that would mean you could quit the corporate life, do what you want to be doing, and you only need to make $50,000 and your portfolio will cover the other $50,000 that you need to live the life that you want to live. So in order to do this, you're going to need to save up to $1.25 million in investments and that would only take you 11 years. So now it's only taking you 11 years, you're 41 years old, you're able to quit your corporate job, start your own passion project, and have the freedom to live life by your own direction, how you want to. This is sort of the power of the FIRE movement and why it's so exciting for so many people is because 
there is this tangible end result that's like super exciting and life-changing. Now, if you aren't making that kind of money, but let's say you make $100,000 and you believe you can get committed to reducing your lifestyle and be comfortable living off of less money, living a minimalist lifestyle, you can absolutely also work towards this too. There's no reason why you cannot. But it does come down to what your values are and what you really want. To some people, it may not be very rewarding to have quote-unquote freedom to whatever if you are stuck spending a certain amount each month based on your fire number that you're allowed to take out. So in the fire scenario, you're still sort of taking out a set amount every month. So you still feel somewhat constricted. So maybe that doesn't feel much better. Or perhaps you're totally cool with the corporate world. You can never see yourself not working or having a boss or whatever it is. And you just want to work until you're 70 or whatever and do things the traditional way. That's all good. No one can tell you what's important to you or what you should want. But it is nice to know that there's options. There's also the idea of coast fi. Now, what coast fi means, it means that you're going to save majorly aggressively when you're young, like pull out all the stops so that you can stop saving when you are relatively young because the market returns of what you saved early will take care of the rest of the growth so that by the time you're 70, all the savings you did in the first 10 years of your career will take care of it and that by when you're 70, you'll be able to retire because your investments have reached the level where you can then safely withdraw money every year until the day you die. So that way, from, you know, let's say you started saving at 30, you save aggressively, and you have, you reach coast five by the time you're 40, and then you want to retire when you're 70. That means from 40 to 70, you'll keep working, but you won't have to save any of that money that you earn. So you can go on vacations and use all the money that you were saving to do whatever the heck you want. So that's another option. So I hope that wasn't overly confusing. I try and make it simple as best as I possibly can. And I feel like now that I've said it, didn't come out of my mouth all that simple. But the main idea is you're saving aggressively to be able to have independence so that you have literally no strings attached to the corporate life, to needing to make money. That is the whole idea. So the math and the details, that can all get worked out. The question is, do you want what it can give you? Do you want what it can give you more than you want the next shiny object, more than you want to buy more clothes or whatever it is that maybe gets in your way, more than you want DoorDash tonight? That's the realization that people in the fire movement come to. That's the freedom to just live their life as exactly how they want and realizing that consumerism is not important realizing the more important things in life. I think that's the main drive, okay? Now, like ADHD and fire. I don't know how many ADHDers out there have really embraced this. I haven't even really embraced it because I like spending my money on things that I can enjoy right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. The main problem I see with us ADHDers is we spend too much because we don't really know how much money we need to save. We don't know how much money we are spending. So, Since we don't know, we just spend, spend, spend and deal with the consequences later. Impulsive and scattered spending and spending on hyperfixations that come and go, you know, very interest driven, just kind of all over the place. And it turns into a lot of chaos. And, you know, this is the most common recurring theme I I see from people that I talk to. Now, I just have this thought and like this belief that if you can get really hyperfixated and truly deep down, learn to want or even crave the freedom and options and security and more life experiences you can you can have and the ability to give back in a bigger way 
having less problems and less stress in your relationships and less stress in general, the freedom in your brain just to like explore everyday things without having this constant feeling of guilt and shame and frustration with money. If that's something that you can get yourself to want in such a deep way, then I think that we ADHDers can become hyper fixated and focused and driven hard to do what it takes. Because sometimes we like extremes. We like the extreme things in life. We like to go skydiving, some of us. We like to do crazy, dangerous things. But like, why not go to the extreme of frugality? And frugality doesn't mean to be restrictive. It's actually liberating if you know, when you get to the point where you realize you don't need this stuff, you don't need to buy your friends every weekend a round of drinks. You don't need to do that. You need to take care of yourself and do what you want. Take care of you, your future you. So I feel like we should be, you know, pretty capable of getting so focused on this that we do what it takes. So, you know, even if it's not actually fire, you know, coming up with that most aggressive thing, you know, retire in five years. Like, no, maybe that's not what we, we're going to do. But just taking the first steps of tracking out all of your expenses, finding out how much money you're actually spending. You, we know how much money you're making, right? You get your paycheck every month. Figuring out how much you spend. What's the difference between what you spend and what you're making? How do you make increase that gap? Save the money in that gap. Do that hardcore for two years and see how you feel. Compare your mental financial health and just your general mental health today Versus in two years, you know, after two years, how do you feel? Do you feel more free? Do you feel less stress? Have you, were you able to do a few things that you saved up for? Whatever it may be, go extreme. I, I mean, I really feel like that's a great idea for some ADHDers because sometimes we need to just go all in. We're all in or we're all out. Go all in and at least learn what it feels like to really take control of your money because it can be so powerful. That's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this. This was me sort of more winging it. I did take some notes for this podcast. I'm so busy now that I'm going to just keep pumping these out. I'm not going to overthink them. I'm just going to start talking into the microphone. Please let me know if there's any topics you want me to cover. If you really want to take control of your money, consider working with me. I promise you I don't bite and book a meeting with me and we'll see where it takes us. Okay. All right. See you next week.